helping is asking your business partners to stand on their own two feet and not rushing in when it gets a little dicey and uncomfortable for you. There is nothing that I want more than to create an environment where the people that are on my team don't need me. You're listening to In It. This is for anyone who is in the trenches, in the process and pursuit of a life fully lived. And I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm your host, Lindsay Plebiak. Let's do this. So today I'm going to speak specifically to anyone who has any type of a business structure where you are working with other people. So today's episode is very much niched if you are someone who is leading a team or working with a team of people and within your business and you're trying to get people to move or grow or you're working alongside of them and the goal is to really help them flourish. Okay. So I call this episode when helping hurts because I hear this all the time in coaching. I want to help. 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 And I want to really start off by helping you (laughs) define what you really mean by that. I want to help them. I want to help them. I want to help. I want to help. I want to help. Helping is such an interesting word for me because I really think that in the modern day society, we've gotten this word kind of twisted. And I think that if you have good intentions of wanting to see someone succeed, that is one thing. And I think if you're somebody who runs a team or you're a leader in something or your business or, you know, you're, you have people underneath of you or you're running an organization and you're like the team director or whatnot, you obviously want to help your people succeed in what they're doing. I mean, that's, that's kind of like a given, you know, of why you're doing this. And if you're building a team, it's kind of like this, this given thing that you, you're here to really show the way for others to be able to have success and that you want to help people achieve success. But I think we need to like clarify some things around helping and what helping actually can look like and mean. So there's a couple definitions of helping. Okay. There's a couple definitions of helping. One of them says make it easier for someone to do something by offering one services or resources. Okay. We're going to put a pin in that one. Assist someone to move in a specified direction. I like that. We're getting, we're getting there. We're getting there. I like assist better than make it easier. And I like this one the best. Improve a situation or problem. Improve a situation or problem. Be of benefit to. I like that definition the best. For sure. So there's a couple different interpretations of the word help and helping. Make it easier for someone. Hmm. I'm going to go back to that for a second. Spend some time with that. I think when we're working with people, and we're trying to offer our help to them. Again, your heart, for the most part, is to to want them to succeed. But I think there's a fine line that I see crossed a lot of times where helping can become harmful when it comes to two different things. One, if you're trying to help someone for selfish gain, that line gets really blurry. 
And it can manifest in two ways. One, helping can quickly turn into manipulation and helping can quickly turn into codependency. Ooh, I'm going to just let y'all sit there for a second. (laughs) Helping can quickly shift when it comes to selfish gain. It can quickly shift to manipulation and to codependency. And usually what codependency is, is I'm helping you because I need to feel something from helping. I see that a lot. I want to feel better about myself because I'm helping. And if I help this person, then I can gain love or approval or, you know, friendship or whatever. And then the other side is I'm going to help them. I'm going to let them think I'm helping them. I'm actually kind of manipulating that person in order to get what I want out of that person. That happens a lot. Now, listen, if you're running a team or you're trying to move sales or numbers, you know, we have to have standards of the way things operate. And if you're trying to bring people onto your team, you want them to perform, like obviously you want to be available in order to be able to guide them in a direction because you want to be producing what you're wanting to produce. And you're, you're wanting that person to experience growth for themselves. And then you're also trying to move numbers within your business. And you have that person there. That's part of that picture. I get that. I I see the whole, the whole perspective here, but I want to just call those two things out because that's where I feel like I see helping actually become harmful. And I had to say all of that before I actually say how to really help people on your team grow. Because those two things stunt growth every single time when it comes to trying to help somebody on your team. And that requires a radical level of responsibility and personal ownership to recognize if you are playing into either one of those things. Because we can't actually help anyone if that's where our true motivations lie. I think it's really important to call that out and to call it out fast and get it at the very forefront of yourself because you're never going to be able to transition to a leader, a true leader that can influence and can impact and to actually create growth. And more than anything, I want to argue instead of growth, create independency in your teammates where they are self-sufficient, not relying on you. And that they actually are out there getting it done without it needing to be about you, unless you can adopt that. With that definition where we said, make it easier for someone. Well, I want to ask a question to you. With you getting out there, getting after what you've done, did someone make it easier for you? Maybe they did. Maybe somebody did make it easier for you. Maybe that's all you know. And you're just repeating what you were shown. Well, I want to offer that anytime that something's been made easier for someone, typically it doesn't stick. There has to be a process sometimes where people are learning that they need to kind of flail a little bit like a baby bird. Like, okay. Like if, if you're, if you've got a a bird's nest, okay. That mom isn't like putting the bird on her back and flapping its wings. Like the bird's got to stand up and the bird's got to go to the end of the nest and the bird's got to like flap around a little bit. Like a, you know, I'm using animal references today for some reason, (laughs) or like a giraffe, like, you know, like they're born and the legs are just like wobbling and they're just, they're just, you know, they look like they're like the leaning tower of Pisa, like just wobble, wobble city. And and we see that we want to rush in and we want to help. But also sometimes like the best way to create independence, the best way to actually develop a person is to let them kind of wobble. And I think if we're not careful, if we don't want to allow that 
space and time, again, it's coming back to us. Because people need to be able to figure some things out. And they don't need you to rush in and just give them the answers all the time. What they really need is they need somebody that respects them enough to allow that wobbling and that learning curve to happen and that they know that you're there if, you, if they need you. But when you're rushing in all the time, or, or even if somebody's saying, help me, help me, help me, and you're just endlessly available and you're just endlessly solving the problem for them, they're going to just become dependent on you for those answers. And I made that mistake a lot in the very beginning of my business. I would see you know, my, my top strength is strategic and strategic thinking. And I would see what that person needed to do in order to advance. I could see it so clearly, clear as a whistle. Oh, this is what they need to do. And I thought if I just went and told them, Hey, 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 I think you should go do this. Like I I could help them. Oh, Hey, I see the problem. I'm going to, I'm going to tell them the solution they're going to go do. And they're going to get the answer that they want. Cause I see it so clearly that if they just shift here, move here, do this, they're going to get that result. And I did that for the first year and a half of my business. And you want to know what that was me making it quote unquote easier on someone, but you want to know something I ended up hurting those leaders more than I helped them because then they became dependent on me being able to tell them where their problems were in their business. And they couldn't figure them out for themselves because I was always telling them where to move, where to shift, where, where to go solve for that problem that they couldn't identify their own problem. They were just waiting for me to tell them. Lindsay, I, like they couldn't move without me helping them, quote unquote, helping them. And I thought, here's my good intentions. Oh, I see the problem. I'll just tell them what they need to do. That's me making it easier for them. No, I'm going to argue I actually made it a lot harder for them. And I've spent the last year and a half really working myself out of that to be able to really help them be able to stand on their own two feet and to activate them way more than motivate or solve for them. Activation comes from asking questions. And I'll get to that in a second. But what I just want to shed light on is if we're not careful, we'll create that dependency And now suddenly we're actually harming our teammates rather than helping them improve, okay? So that's like, even if your intention is to quote unquote, make it easier for somebody, you may not be. You may actually be stunting them. Another thing I think that can be more harmful than helping is when we think that we know it all. Oh, after doing this for five years and coaching and developing a lot of different types of personalities, there are many ways to summon a mountain. There are so many different types of people and so many different ways that things can be can be done. There is no right and best way. You know, and just because I have insights to things and just because I have experience in things and just because I can offer certain insights doesn't mean that my way is the highway. And it doesn't mean that I have all those answers. I really think as leaders, we need to be super aware that if we're just constantly rushing in with our solutions or or our ways of doing things, we could actually be missing out on more intricate systems that could that somebody else on our team could offer that could solve problems for us that maybe we aren't even aware of. But if we're so like locked in our own way of doing things, and we think if we're just constantly telling people how to do things our way, that then man, we, we could be really, really stunting somebody's growth and we could be really uh, setting people up to fail ultimately and, and, and more so ourselves. When we think we have to do it all or know it all, I just see people that kind of, you know, have that, they, they, they exhaust themselves and they'll never actually create, like I said, independent business owners. The goal, if you have a team, is to create 
a team of people that don't need you because that's actually sustainability. If you have a team of people that you have to get your hands in everything because you're helping everything and you're just going to do it all for them and you're just going to share everything for them, you're never going to create independence and you're going to exhaust yourself in the process. You're going to, you're going to exhaust yourself, man. And so much of that, so much of helping can come from letting go, releasing control, releasing control over how things flow with your business partners and with your teammates and allowing things to to give up certain things and to take some of your hands out of it, you know? And I always say, if, if somebody comes to you with a problem in their business and they're, they're, maybe they're trying to, maybe they're struggling getting customers or maybe they're struggling with like the new way that you've implemented something or, you know, they're, they're trying their best to, you know, show up and they're, they're saying that they have something hard. You want to know the best way that you can actually help that person. Two things. First things first, you better make sure before you're quote unquote helping someone that you're checking your own box. This is a mistake that I see so many leaders make time and time again, I think when they get comfortable, is they'll give advice all day long on something that maybe they haven't done themselves in a long time. If you want to help your team grow, and if you're seeing a common pattern or theme coming up in your organization, like maybe people are really struggling with, you know, getting customers or getting new teammates or, you know, whatever it might be, or like they're struggling with their confidence or they're afraid to like, you know, go live or something like that. You want to know the best way that you can actually help them? Instead of telling them what to do, you go do that thing. Instead of spending time actually telling them, oh, here's what you should do, and here's all the things, and here's what not to say, here's what to say, go model it for them. Go actually do that thing first. It would be so wrong of me to tell my team where they could be improving in enrolling customers if I haven't enrolled a customer. You know what I'm saying? Like that would just be so out of alignment. I better make sure that if I'm going to tell my team and coach them on something that I'm doing it too. (laughs) Because that's the way that I can truly help them. We learn by what we observe, not what we're told. And some of y'all are out there just talking, 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 and you ain't doing. You got to, you got to show your team what to do, not just tell them what to do. That's the best way that you can help them. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is something I like to call, like I said earlier, creating activation. So if someone comes to me with a problem and they're basically, you know, asking me for what I should do. Perfect example. I went to a coffee this morning and she said this to me. This is, I hope this is something, I hope this is resonating. I hope it's helping. I hope it's quote unquote helping. (laughs) I hope it's helping. She said to me, I, I just need a challenge. I need a challenge. I need to be challenged to do something. Now, I think a past version of me would have listened to that. And then I would have decided by listening to her what the challenge would be for her. Like, I just need a challenge. I just need, I just need that encouragement or I just need whatever. And then, and then suddenly it would have been like I needed to cultivate that for her, I would have to like elicit that response in order to like produce the challenge. And what that does is if I just said to her, okay, if you need a challenge, go out there and, you know, do this, this, and this, A, B, and C. 
what that just basically did was now her motivation is coming from me because I gave her the challenge. Maybe I'm thinking that that's helping her. No, I've learned. I've learned. So she says, I need that challenge. And I said to her, okay, what do you feel would be a good challenge for you? This is, this is where I see leaders just miss it, man. The best way that you can activate your people and create independence and truly help them is to ask them what that means to them. It's to turn a question back to them because only when we are coaching, mentoring, developing, trying to help somebody, we have to be able to, we, we cannot ever be responsible for creating somebody else's results. Our only job as leaders and coaches and mentors and whatever you might be doing over a team is to, to, act, to create activation and to be able to help that person connect those dots on their own. We can never, ever, that's why some of you guys are so tired because you're the source of other people's motivations. Maybe you think it's because you have to be. Maybe it's because you think that that's the way that it gets done. Maybe that's because you think that that's what was shown to you. No, you'll, that will only last you so long. That will only last your people so long. They'll ride that wave for a minute and all that ends up doing is just putting you in a place of convince mode. You start convincing your people of what they should be doing and how they should be doing it. Where true power comes is when we can actually start asking our people questions. How we can actually help coach and mentor and develop people is when we can start asking them, well, what's a challenge that feels good for you? Well, help me understand where do you currently not feel challenged? Help me understand where are you wanting to grow right now? Okay, from that what do you want to go out and do? What do you want to go out and create? And then from there, the more questions that I can ask them, the more activation can occur and I can guide them through asking questions to what they're ultimately wanting to seek. You know, if I'm, if I'm listening to that response and I feel like they're playing it safe, and they're playing small based on where that person is, I can, that at a time, I can, I can insert my advice and say, hey, I think you're playing it a little safe there. You know, if I think that from what they're saying, it's way too out of their league, I could say, hey, listen, that's, a, that's an amazing thing to reach for, but let's focus on these things right now. True activation, true helping people is not coming from a place of manipulating. It's not coming from a place of trying to do everything for them. And it, it, which, which hello, if we help too much, we, we end up enabling people and then no one's growing help. There's a fine line with help guys. <laughs> there, that, that the help line dances on service and enable. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a fine line. That's why I wanted to have this episode today because I want to help move. <laughs> I just keep laughing when I keep saying help. I want to assist you <laughs> in guiding, and I want to guide you essentially to a place of creating teammates that are ultimately self-sufficient, that ultimately are independent. That was my only goal for 2022 in my business. Truly it was because I lost half of my business and I had to rebuild it. And I had to re rebuild a whole culture that had so much hurt and just, oh my God, it was so messy. I had to, I had to like do a lot of personal work this year. And one of the things that I laid in the ground for my new way of doing things for our team was to create independent business owners. It is not your job as a leader 
to, to fix people's lives. Maybe you think that that's what you're supposed to do. You're just going to get tired. And maybe there's a part of you that wants to. And then I'm just going to tell you that like, that's something that you probably need to go to counseling for. You know, that's probably something that is much deeper. If we feel the burden of fixing people's lives, that's not our work. That's, that's their work alongside a licensed professional. And our work is to ask, why do I feel that it's my responsibility to fix somebody's problems? That's not helping. Helping is creating an environment for others to flourish in. Helping is asking your business partners to stand on their own two feet and not rushing in when it gets a little dicey and uncomfortable for you. You know, there, there is nothing that I want more than to create an environment where the people that are on my team don't need me because then I've done my job. But if everybody always needs me, man, I have a very, 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 I have a small time clock on what I'm going to be able to do because my energy is going to run out. They're not going to grow and it's going to be bad, <laughs> you know, but if I had create a team of people that don't need me, they can go on and create teams that don't need them. And suddenly everything that I'm trying to make happen is bigger than me. And it's bigger than you. But if it always, if you got to be so involved and if you believe that you're the source of all of the help, you're setting yourself up for a long road of sadness. <laughs> and honestly, just a lot of, you know, I, I want to help you. I want to guide you from, from making mistakes that I've made that could hopefully cost you a lot of, you know, if I can compress your timeline, it took me about five years to learn all of this. I would love to help maybe break it down for you in like two, you know, <laughs> like maybe I can cut some of your timeline out of learning this today. I think the ultimate goal, the ultimate goal of helping someone is to be a benefit to them, to improve a situation or a problem. I think that, again, that's my favorite definition of helping. I want to improve a situation or a problem. That's not me making it easier for someone. That's not me doing the work for someone. That's not me being endlessly available to someone. That's not me fixing somebody's life and problems that they can't fix themselves. That's not me enabling. That's not me holding hands. Me assisting, coming alongside of somebody to create an environment for them to flourish in is about me making sure that I'm leading the way first and foremost in my own work and what I'm doing so that I can be a visible example of what to follow and I'm showing more than I'm telling. Talk less, do more. That's gonna help your people more than you can even fathom. We, we can only retain so much information. You know, I used to lead calls that would go over an hour and people's eyes would glaze over because at some point you're gonna lose people and now it's just a bunch of words. And they're not actually getting into activity. Get yourself in activity. Get yourself in activity. Lead the way by creating an example for others to follow by visible cues, not by audible cues. Like little kids, they look at you. If you're a parent, your kids watch you to learn how to do something. And yes, you have to tell them certain things. Yes, no, no, you know. But again, we, we observe and we learn by, by watching. That's how we can truly learn. So if you want to create momentum and if you want to truly help your team, make sure that you're staying visible and make sure that you're cranking first before you go tell somebody else what to do. Okay. And the second thing is 
Create an environment for people to be able to be free thinkers. Create an environment for people to be independent of what you can offer them. Best leaders I know turn the power back on their people. And they do that through activation, through asking questions and helping remind that not not convincing, not being endlessly encouraging, because that's a mistake I see too, where people are like, well, I'm encouraging. I'm, I'm trying to encourage them. It ain't your job to encourage them, hon. It's their job to encourage themselves. <laughs> you know, that's another mistake. You're not the source of someone's encouragement and positivity. People got to find ways to get up every day and motivate themselves, regardless of what anyone mentor or leader or anyone says. But being a coach in somebody's life is to help guide them to a place of success through activation. And remember, you're only responsible for guiding someone to where you've gotten. You're not responsible for, you know, their journey is, you know, whether they climb all the way to the top is in your hands or not. No, you're only responsible to guide them to where you have gotten. And then allow, you know, allow them to be able to figure things out and to forge their own path. You can let go of some control. You're not someone's endless encouragement line. And this isn't about, this isn't about trying to get something from somebody. I truly believe a true coach has the heart of wanting to see people perform to their best abilities in what they're doing while also operating to the standards of which whatever business that you're in, you know, as long as you're abiding to like the regulations and the codes within what require, what is your job description, you know, then, then you're doing just fine. <laughs> so I really would love nothing more than to just the next time that you feel the need to help the next time that you want to rush in and help take a step back, just stop. Don't rush in. Take a minute, reflect, step back, go, am I doing it? What's my motivation here? Do I need to answer them so that I feel better about me? Am I worried that if I don't help them, they're going to leave? You know, I see the, the problem so clearly. I just want to give them a solution so they can just go get it done. Ask yourself those questions, pause, and remember, just make sure you're leading from your from your vis- highly visible space first so you're checking your box and two if somebody real if you really want to help someone get better ask a lot of questions speak less listen more let them tell you and then from what they're telling you you can ask questions back to help guide them to ultimately the answers that are inside of them not the answers that are inside of you and not the answers that are out there in some galaxy. The best way that we can help is to point the finger back in gently and remind our people that they've got this through their own awareness that they've got it. You can just take a deep breath. (laughs) And if you're doing any of these things, or if maybe this is the first time you've heard this, pick one, pick one thing, start there. You're going to be in a great place. Helping isn't always helping. And the best way that we can pivot to being somebody who is truly helping other people is recognizing that they've got this the same way that you've got this. Hold your people to the same level that you hold yourself. Don't give someone such an easy pass just because you want to. Allow them 
the same grace and that hold them to the same standards that you hold yourself to. And recognize that sometimes people need to fall on their face and that's actually helping them too. Because we need to fail to learn to be able to rise. And all of this together is what I truly believe creates a great leader. You're a good leader. It's time to be a great leader. You can help so much more by embracing some of these things I've talked about today and help in a way that's not harming, but actually calling someone higher.